Hey MWs, it's Melissa and Stephanie Carcace, two sisters and the founders of Millennial Women and your host of Millennial Women Talk. We are so excited because today is our Austin recap episode. Here we are. Here we are. (laughs) (laughs) How are you, Mel? I'm doing really good. I'm really excited. I feel like this year's tour was was awesome. We had never been to Austin before. First yeah. time in Austin. First time in um, Texas. Yeah, first time in Texas. Yeah, that wasn't a the, layover. Right, because we were going to like the <laughs> Dallas airport. Yeah, but this, this was exciting because we had always wanted to go to Texas. I know. But it was very funny because choosing Austin, you know, Austin is very millennial. And mm-hmm. we've been hearing so many millennials flocking to Austin just from all different parts of the world, and also the U.S. Yep. So we expected, I guess, the stereotype of Texas, right? Like, I <laughs> wanted to see a cowboy. I was, yes, I was very stereotypical. But it's like, that's not the place to see that. Austin is yeah. so, like, diverse and multicultural because so many exciting things are happening in that city. So people are just flocking there to work. So I know. It was it's a pretty big cool. tech city. I was surprised to know that, actually. Yeah. So a lot of startups are there. Um, and also big companies like Bumble, Read Tell Me Not. Um, yeah. So it's it's an exciting place. I, I loved it. You know I what, what, what I was surprised? We didn't get to really, like, go see them. But they have bats, you guys. Like, yes, Austin is known yeah. for their bats. Like, like underneath, underneath the bridge. Yeah, underneath the bridge. And then, like, at sun uh, sundown, they yeah. just start. I mean, they all fly out. So we had barely missed it. We didn't get to see it. But. We didn't get to see it. But we saw the humongous line of people waiting to see it. <laughs> <laughs> we were driving. And we just saw this. Like a bunch of people and our amazing brand ambassador, shout out to Marissa Lloyd, was like, yeah, people wait to see the bats. And we're like, what? (laughs) Yes, like real bats. Crazy, crazy, crazy. But let's talk about travel day because that's always very eventful. Always eventful. (laughs) I mean, travel day was pretty chill, I would say. I mean, we were definitely comfortable. We were wearing our uncommon sense jumpsuits and ugh. They're just so comfortable. They're just so comfortable. They're like the best travel day, like, get up, right? Mm -hmm. I love it. The jumpsuit is so, so freaking fabulous. I mean, it was an early flight, and you know how I feel about those. I think our listeners do, too, because I always talk about how I cannot stand (laughs) early morning flights. But we made it happen. We did it. But then, you know, things got a little complicated. Well, our content producer, our fabulous content producer, Maciel, texted us as we were boarding the plane. She was leaving out of Fort Lauderdale, and she was like, uh, my flight is canceled. And I was like, what? Uh, I really need you here. But thankfully, she was able to get a flight the next day. But yeah. that was already like, you know, things always happen, you guys. Things it's, always happen. So that was the first. Then we land... And our bags are not in the um, carousel. Yeah. So we're just there, like, just, like, waiting for our bags. (laughs) And we, you know, you you all know we travel with literally everything. So we travel with two huge bags and then two small bags and and just production stuff. Not, like, you know, I'm taking all my shoes. Like, we're past that. We stopped that, (laughs) like, in high school. Okay, that was unnecessary. But (laughs) what we travel with is, like, important things. So... We're there just, like, relaxed, like, yay, we're in Austin. But it's, like, after, like, 45 minutes and, you know, everybody, like, starts leaving, right? And then it's I know that like, awkwardness, yeah. Yeah, that <laughs> awkwardness that you just, like, when you realize, oh, my God, I'm the last one here. My bags aren't here. 
<laughs> it's like, because at first you're like, fine. And then all right. of a sudden you realize it's just you in an empty carousel. <laughs> I'm like, no, like everybody's gone. And you're like, oh, Once the no. carousel just does a quick stop and yeah. you don't see it rolling anymore, you're like, that's a bad sign. No, so that's when panic yeah. enters. Oh, yeah. Because I'm like, oh, our equipment, our yeah. merch stand, our merch, like so everything. We start yeah. running to the office, like the little office that they have there to report your lost bags. And we're like really in a panic. I mean, poor people. And they were like super calm. And then they're like, your bags are in the back. And I was like, what? But how <laughs> random. Who the heck were they I like? Know. I don't like, know what they were doing. That was weird. It was kind of weird. It was it was definitely weird, but they had our bags in the back. Yeah. I guess just to scare us. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly don't know how our bags got in the back. But point is, they were there. They were <sighs> safe. And we were good. Thank the Lord. Because, you guys, there was no way that we could do a live podcast without our <laughs> podcast supplies. Like, I mean, without our mics, without all this stuff. So, yeah. thankfully, yes. And then our wonderful ambassador, Marissa Lloyd, picked us up. It's like yeah. what we were telling you guys back in our um, Atlanta recap. Yeah. You know, we work with these ladies really closely for a few months. And then event, you know, week happens. And then we're meeting them face-to-face for the first time. Yeah. So it's like really exciting to sort of just get to see them in person, hug them, thank them so much for all of their hard work. Because really, yeah. it's been a group effort to put these events together this year. But of course, the second that we land uh, and they pick us up, it's straight to work. Yes. It's straight to work. And we went, actually, Marissa was so awesome because she literally held all of the sponsorship, like all the goodie bag yeah. stuff in her apartment. <laughs> and um, and I had, we had met her boyfriend where we were like, thank you so much for like letting these things, <laughs> these boxes sit in your home for like, you know, months. months. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that, that was, was super so funny too. So straight from the airport, we actually went to her house to pick up all the goodie bag yeah. products. So it was just funny because her apartment didn't have like an elevator. It was like one of those. It was just like two stories, right. um, like very outdoorsy kind mm-hmm. of feel. It's not like this huge building. Like, very spread out. Right. I, don't, I don't know. I had never seen a building like that. So yeah, I don't just know. two floors. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, a courtyard. It was so cute. It was really, really cute. Um, but they didn't have elevators. So we were <laughs> so we were just, like, carrying all these boxes. But luckily, her boyfriend was so nice. Oh, my gosh, So nice. He helped us. Yeah, he, he helped so us. Sweet. And so, like, we had shipped our sign there. So, anyways, we were just packing up the car with even more things. And then we went to our amazing, amazing apartment, Stay Alfred, at mm-hmm. the Muse in Austin. It was so cute. What a location, right? Oh, my God. We were so central, you guys. Yeah. Like, we were minutes away from everything. Like, we didn't have to travel more than, I think, 15 minutes. Yeah. Not even. Like, 12 minutes to get somewhere. No, and we could even was walk great. around. Like, yeah. It was such a great location. And what I love about Stay Alfred um, hotels is that it's kind of like an apartment. And I think that's what millennials love because we're so into, like, Airbnbs and just having, like, a local feel and also, like, having a kitchen. You're able to cook and just more so, like, living like a local when we travel. And that's what's so great about Stay Offering. And they have, um, like, they have hotels all over the U.S. Mm -hmm. um, and Atlanta as well. So... I just love that we got to stay there. We actually stayed in the one in Nashville, and we were, like, obsessed. We loved it. Yeah. So it was pretty awesome that we got to stay with Stay Alfred in Austin and just have that homey feel. Yeah. It's just fun, especially when you're traveling, you know, with your team members. It's just great. You know, Maciel had her own room and her own bathroom, and it was just nice. And we were able to just, like, 
get a lot of work done there, pack yeah. up the goodie bags, like we have enough room to like work yeah. and, you know, film as well, which we're going to get into the contributors roundtables. Um, but <laughs> what are you gonna say? I'm laughing. I'm <laughs> laughing because of what's going to happen next, but you can keep on. Wait, what's going to happen next? Is what happened next? I mean, well, we do the walk. We walk-through. landed. We landed. Yeah. We go there. We do the walkthrough. Yeah. But honestly, the walkthrough went smooth, you guys. If you don't remember Atlanta's <laughs> walkthrough, that was pretty tragic. Austin yeah. was phenomenal. Like, the the WeWork in Austin was so great. Oh, my gosh. They were so amazing. They were amazing. So they actually had, like, an audio, you know, engineer person on site. So I was able to actually do a whole sound check the day before, you know, and plug in correctly. We had a green room. They were, we they were had so a nice. green room, guys. Like, yeah. That was so nice. I yeah. think, you know, I think I could honestly say that this was one of the best WeWorks that we've worked with. 100%. Um, they were so accommodating, so, so nice. I mean, they gave us a green room before. Well, like, that was you have so nice. No idea how important that is for us because day of, we're setting up our merch stand in heels and running around just doing yeah. last minute things. So, it was great to have a green room this time because we were able to take all of our luggage and, you know, supplies and leave it there overnight already ready to go set up. So that way the next day we're not running around like a chicken yeah. without a head off and girls are coming in through the door and we're just like, hi, thanks for coming. Okay. And then yeah. we're like running. Yeah. It was just nice to actually enjoy it yeah. this time. We, and which is so interesting. So like I was like, wow, we have a green room, so I'm just going to leave everything ready. Mm -hmm. And so, like, you had done the merch stand, and then I did the sign and, like, mm -hmm. the greenery. So it was just – it felt so good. Like, yeah. definitely the day of. Because it's like you're saying, like, when we do this the day of, like, all this kind of building of everything, we definitely, you know, kind of have that out-of-breath feeling when we yeah. greet guests, which kind of sucks, yeah. you know. But this time everything was pretty much done on the day of, so we were able to really just – enjoy it mm -hmm. and that was something new for us we always enjoy it but like i guess right. more in a calm more calm approachable <laughs> state <laughs> it was it was really cool it was really awesome so event day comes which is no we oh. filmed the contributors roundtable oh my gosh i'm going backwards and that's actually where where why i was laughing oh why because so we get back into the, to our hotel apartment at stay alfred and um it was wonderful. But the only, only thing was that they were doing major construction. Oh, my gosh. And I forgot about yes, that. Yes. So they were doing major, major construction. And we actually record our contributors roundtable at, like, where we stay in each city. So we were recording that same day. And there was, like, and we're not talking about, like, a little construction site. Like, guys, they were building a building behind this <laughs> hotel apartment. Like, there is, a, like, at least 50, you know, yeah. guys in hard hats and super loud noises. And, like, I mean, they're building, like, a building. So it was, like, so intense. And Mel and I were, like, oh, my gosh, how are we going to record a podcast with all this noise going on? It was hard. I'm yeah. not going to lie. And, you know, we, we've upgraded our mics, but they're still not, like, the ones. So it's still going to pick up a little bit of, like, the outside noise. Yeah. I, if you guys have heard the episode, it actually did not turn out so bad. You <laughs> probably hear a little bit there, like, in the distance and maybe, like, a little dog barking. <laughs> um, but it's challenging to record on site and on tour because you, it's, you can't avoid right. 
the scenarios and the situations. Yeah. And especially when it's a podcast, you're like, audio is everything. And if yeah. my audio doesn't sound right, this is a problem. So we were actually walking around and asking, hey, when are you guys going to be done? I know. And they were like, yeah, we'll be done probably around 4 o'clock. And like, what's Please. your number? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the boys. These what they boys. say about us in Texas. <laughs> I mean, like, that was so funny. Like, there was so – even, like, that night when we – when we went to Home Depot, we ran into some oh, boys yes. from Austin. Totally. They're like, where are you going? Like, what's <laughs> up? Anyways, ladies, <laughs> if you're single and looking for a man, head over head to, to Austin, Austin because they are ready for you. <laughs> but it was fun. It was really fun. But honestly, we got the recording done. And let's just talk about the Contributors Roundtable talk. Oh, my gosh. I mean, first of all, these ladies were so inspiring yes hilarious i mean oh my welcoming. god so funny i mean i can't even tell you like this this contributors roundtable in i mean they've all been awesome but this one had a very much girl chat like yeah. vibe to it just really felt like we've known them forever I know. and you know their stories were just really inspiring but the fact that they actually support each other mm -hmm. like they are so supportive of each other within the community they love to get back to the austin women community like it was just amazing. It was so amazing. And I think that that's such an amazing example. Like, people love to say that we're not social through social media right. and that social media has not made us social, which is kind of weird. And I don't agree with it because I feel that, like, Instagram friendships are real. And then when you, like, meet in real life, like, it's just amazing. And that's kind of what happened. What What is beautifully showcased in that episode is because we all follow each other you know, and like each other's stuff. And then when we meet, it's like we've known each other yeah. because we really have. Like, we've been following each other's journeys on social, you right. know, and now we're just here in person. And um, it's really awesome. And and I that vibe translates because it's real. Like, mm -hmm. it really is real. Yeah, and I think, you know, talking about their own personal journeys, their creativity, how they challenge, how they channel it, but more importantly, how they actually like just surrender to life. Like yeah. Nina's story was so inspiring about how when she decided to just like let go, let God and just surrender her life to whatever was in front of it, she actually started to make sales in her business. Right. And she changed her lifestyle from party girl, you know, to her now entrepreneurship career as a jewelry designer and maker. And even Jane with her photography, how she tells the story of Austin through food. Mm -hmm. And now she's traveling all over the country telling all these stories yeah. of other cultures and foods. And I loved how Jane, you know, she's so put together and really takes her work so seriously. And I love how she was like, look, I'm not in a season right now of balance. Like, right. I love working. Right. And she's so happy and she's so thriving. And I thought it was so important for somebody to say that. Because sometimes, you know, we do talk about this work-life balance, stuff like that, which, you know, we also talked about in our mentor episode, right. which, in fact, Marissa, our mentor, said that it doesn't exist, right. but we'll get there. I just love that she had said that. She wasn't in a season of balance right now. She's in the season of working, and that was awesome. And right. Miranda, oh, my gosh. She's the sweetest. She she's engaged. so sweet. <laughs> we were, like, literally, I mean, we were such girls. We're like, let, let me see your ring. How is the wedding planning after going? We, after the conversation <laughs> ended. I think it, you guys catch a bit of it at the end. Yeah. We're like, let me see the ring. I know. She's amazing. She's so amazing. But and her focus on, yeah. on, on making these clothes, um, focus on sustainability, like, just, it's, it's more than just making something of your passion. 
um, that stems from you. It's thinking about, okay, how can I turn my passion into making good in my community, but also good in my environment? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like how socially conscious and aware is she? And that really surprised me because sometimes when you're following your dreams, you only think about yourself, right? Right. Because it's it's your dream. It's or your how much passion, money you're going to make. How or, much money you right. can make, like, all right. about you. Right. But here's a person that is super successful and thinking about everyone and everything and even her surroundings, mm-hmm. right? So I thought that, that, that her story was so powerful. And... Um, I just love that conversation. That was a really good conversation. You guys have to check that one out. Please check it out. Hey, MWs. We hope that you're enjoying listening to our journey as we travel city by city, uncovering the challenges millennial women are facing and how we're overcoming them together. We absolutely love traveling and getting to meet you all. But something that we love to add to our nightly ritual, especially when we are in seasons where our workload is usually on the higher end, is Four Sigmatic's Reishi Elixir. Reishi has been shown to support the body's sleep cycles as well as support occasional stress. Because let's face it, ladies, it happens. We love relaxing with a warm cup before bed and waking up feeling refreshed and ready to conquer a new day. I love to drink it straight up or even sometimes I add a bit of nut milk and start sipping about an hour before going to bed. Ugh, so, so good. And it really helps me get the rest I need. Ladies, this is officially Millennial Women Approved. Try it now by going to foursigmatic.com forward slash MWtalk and use the code MWtalk at checkout to get 15% off your purchase. That's F-O-U-R. S-I-G-M-A-T-I-C dot com forward slash M-W-T-A-L-K. All right, M-W. Now let's get back to the conversation. Now we are in event day, (laughs) which is exciting. So this is the first time that we did a joint pop-up shop with another company. So Packed Party and the I Am A Millennial Woman brand did a pop-up shop together in we work for the event and it was amazing. Oh my gosh. It was so First shall of all, I say Instagrammable. Aesthetically, <laughs> yeah. It, it was, was everything. Fun. Yeah. It was everything. And I even picked up some goodies myself from Pax Party <laughs> that I didn't have already. And even just the way everything was decorated in the location, like we were drinking out of the um the disco ball cups and we had pack party pillows and just like it was just awesome. Yeah. It was awesome. I loved it. And we also had some great, great other sponsors. We had Bev. Drink Bev. Yeah. Oh my gosh. The Bev Rose. The Bev Rose. You ladies were killing it with the Bev Rose. And you know, we don't drink. Yeah. But like these were so cute. First of all, it comes in a can. So it's like I I just loved it. It's all pink. Um, Topo Chico. We had Topo Chico. Chico. What else did we have? We had good old-fashioned Chick-fil-A. (laughs) Chick-fil-A. Yes. I mean, it's so good. Oh, my gosh. And all of you ladies. I I know. It's so delicious. Or is it Polynesian sauce? Polynesian. (laughs) Anyways. fire. It is so good. First of all, who doesn't love Chick-fil-A? It's not a sponsored post, by the way. I mean, sponsored (laughs) ad. But it's Chick-fil-A is everybody's baby. And all of our girls went home with uncommon sense goodies for sigmatic our fave goodies and just oh and also amy gilfree yes as well um just so many awesome things that were in our goodie bags for this one well that was something that was so important for us to do this year right um mel and i are always like we want to give more and more and more to our community 
And having a goodie bag this year was something that was so, you know, priority and something that we're going to continue working mm -hmm. on to get better and better because it's so important for you to leave with something of value, you know, like no, obviously. And really the, our favorite products. Yeah, and they're our favorite products. And, you know, the, the event in itself is value. Like we have incredible conversations. You get to network, make new friends. But after that day, we want you to leave with something. So I think it was really exciting for us to have like, you know, a goodie bag and to have it in our tote bags. Like, that was pretty cool. It was fun. It yeah. was fun. So I hope that you ladies enjoyed it. And when you join us in next year, I hope that you guys enjoy the future goodie bags that will be to come. <laughs> yeah. um, but this conversation with Jordan Jones, she's the CEO and founder of Packed Party, one of our favorite brands, uh, was our thought leader for yeah. Austin. And you know how appropriate, because this is a woman who has really built her company in Austin, mm -hmm. has really been cheerleading around the city and community. And at the same time, like her journey was so inspirational because this is not a woman who started zero to 60 overnight. She actually started from a low point in her yeah. life. Um, and if you hear the conversation, she shares about that she calls her mom and is just so depressed and sad in San Francisco, thinking she's got it all together and all figured out. And she's super unhappy. And her mom literally tells her, throw yourself a pity party. <laughs> and she actually did. So she like <laughs> got all the supplies and made it all happen and threw herself a pity party. That night she went to sleep and the next morning she had the idea. Yes. So I think it's really important for women to really understand that if you're going through a trying season or you're going through something that really from the outside looks terrible, I would recommend you get excited because something big is about to happen to you. Yeah. Either an idea, an opportunity, something's about to happen. Yeah. So I think she gives a great example to not dwell on the negative and to get really excited about life and change that perspective and make yeah. something happen. It's interesting because sometimes, you know, I guess the unfortunate part of any sort of change, you know, is that kind of uncomfortable part and aspect of it. But in order for things to change, things need to break. And sometimes right. that can be trying, like you're saying, and that's obviously can be very painful and definitely uncomfortable. But change, you know, life is always changing for you and not mm -hmm. to you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, she, what I love about her is that she exudes this excitement, you know, for those low seasons exactly. because that was where this amazing idea stemmed from. And I love the idea of a pity party, but like in a way of like celebrating, you know. Mm -hmm. So when you are going through a trying time that may be painful, it's like, you know, you might not want to be like, well, let's party. But it's like just kind of find the 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 positive in that is yes things are breaking right now things are changing right now but you know what this is something to celebrate as well because I'm moving to another level 100%. I'm moving on another transition in my life I'm growing like I'm living you know what I mean mm -hmm. no 100% and I also like the fact that she really took those waves of life right so like like anybody, guys, when you're starting something new, you're not really going to believe 100% yourself. You're like, can I? Can I not? And so she was looking for another job. And these executives, as she would get to the interviews, towards the end of the interviews, they were like, but we know who you are. Aren't you packed yeah. party? And then they're like, well, we want to come work for you. Why do you want to come work for us? And a couple of times of that happening, she was just like, okay, I got to believe in what I'm doing. Right. And burn all the ships and let's do this. That's you know? so hard to because it's hard to always do, say, yeah. you know, nobody will believe in you if you don't believe in yourself, mm -hmm. right? 
But there are certain circumstances that, you know, outside validation sometimes is a little bit necessary, you know? Right. And it's, it, I guess it's like a double-edged sword, right? It is in a lot of ways. But I think that, you know, women right now, we're having such... I don't want to say it's a moment because it's not necessarily a moment. We're just, there's a big rise. There's women taking charge of their life. And I think now we're just starting to figure out, well, how do we do things? What's going to be our style? What's going to be our thing? And so having women like Jordan say, hey, look, this is how I did it and learn from her. And then follow up with other women and say, how did you do it? And getting these different perspectives and then joining forces, I think it's really important. But I I agree with you in the sense that it's hard to believe in yourself sometimes. Because you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. You know, what's the future going to hold? What's the unknown? That's that's the biggest fear for people. And I also think, you know, just in knowing that how hard it is for one to believe in themselves, I think that's something that we should take in consideration also when connecting and communicating with other people. Mm-hmm. Like the power of just believing in someone can really make someone like Jordan Jones do what she did. Yeah. You know, like so many people around her believed in her you know, and gave her that, you know, impulse to continue on her journey. And I, I also took that, you know, that yeah. I took that, yes, you do have to believe in yourself, but I also took like, wow, we should start believing more in each other Absolutely. because that there's so much power in that. And I thought that that was wonderful. I also loved hearing from the women of Austin. Mm-hmm. And this was a rather younger crowd, I feel, than we've ever had before. Yep. Definitely. And I love that they, you know, they had a mix of questions, but one one particular girl stood out to us where she said, you know, I'm not here to, to start a business. I'm not looking for that advice. For me, it's how do I support all of you? Like, mm-hmm. how can I be of service for my community, for the women-owned businesses, for yeah. whatever? I want to be of support of you. And we have never heard that, you yeah. know, across the cities that we have gone to or even on social. We've never come across that. And I thought that was so beautiful yeah. because sometimes, you know, and I feel like in this new age of entrepreneurship, a lot of people think like if I'm not an entrepreneur, then maybe I'm not in the trend or I'm not cool enough or I'm not participating in, 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 in or this thing. Or I'm not owning my life, right? Exactly. Because it's not on my terms, et cetera. Exactly. I mean, a lot of these things can be misconstrued. So right. I think that's what you're you're pointing out here. Absolutely. And I think that with this woman's, you know, perspective, it was so refreshing because it's like, yeah, like some of us just, we don't want to have the business. Some of us just want to be able to help another business. Mm-hmm. And you know, she had all this beautiful confidence about her and she was just like, you could just see how radiant she was. She was amazing. And so I feel like it's, that's what I love about the tours is that you really get to hear other people's perspectives. It's really not one-sided at all. And I love that. But we we covered so many different topics, you know, obviously Jordan's journey to getting packed party off the ground to, you know, her how she talks to her business therapist at 11 <laughs> o'clock at night to, you know, all these different things. Yeah. So it was a great conversation. So definitely check that out. Definitely check it out. Okay, MW, we're going to take a quick little break here because did you know that LaCroix has 25, 25 natural flavors? I think me and Steph literally wanted them all because it was so hot in Austin and I went with the classic lemon, but Steph, which flavor did you go with? I went with the cran raspberry. Oh, it was so good. So good. I love how LaCroix developed a health conscious refreshment with the perfect flavor and fizz. And also it has zero calories. 
that's amazing. Their drinks are naturally essenced, leaving out all the artificial stuff that our bodies do not need. Visit LaCroixWater.com to try their many flavors and let us know which ones are your fave. All right, let's get back to Austin. Then the next day, we got the chance to enter one of the most coolest offices, honestly, I've ever been to. Same. Offices of Retail Me Not to speak with the CEO, a rare unicorn female CEO, guys, Mm -hmm. Marissa Tarleton. She was amazing. First of all, Retail Me Not, we've been a fan of for a long time, and um, they have an app. It's relatively new. It's been around for a while, but it's relatively new. The app is great. It saves Mm -hmm. you money. Um, Saves you money. Repeat. (laughs) You One literally more time for get, those in the back. Yes, you literally get <laughs> discounts in like so many stores. It's like all the stores that you're probably using. Retail me not get to discount. So it's, it's pretty awesome. Great. It's one of our favorites. And when I found out that so Retail Me Not was founded or CEO'd by a man for a long time. But when I found out that Marissa, who's a woman, was the CEO, became the CEO of Retail Me Not, I was like, we have to, we have to talk to her because yeah. not only do we love the brand, but at the same time, you know, I love to get that perspective where it's from a woman who didn't necessarily find the company. This is someone who kind of worked their way up. So she started in the marketing side and then became the CEO. And she even says herself in the episode, she's like, I still don't even believe it sometimes. Yeah, it's, well, I think sometimes like when you're also open to life, like magic happens. (laughs) I really strongly believe in that. Like, I think you, you need to have a goal and a path and you have to work towards it. But also there's gonna be things, you know, and. I think I and Mel, we research people's stories so much. I mean, this is our, I guess this is our job, right? Yeah. And what I find in this researching process is that we come across a lot of people that were like, I knew, but I didn't know it was going to be this good, right? Like, right. Like, things are always going to exceed your expectations if you allow it to, right? So if you have, like, control over your actions and have that discipline and hard work and integrity putting into your goals. But at the same time, if you continue on that track and are still open, like things can really go further than you could ever imagine. And so that definitely stood out to me that she even said that sometimes she's super surprised, but she's owning it and enjoying it. I also, what I loved about this episode, you know, and going back to what I just said, female CEOs for corporate America, right? Because I know that it's a trendy CEO. The word, you know, is trending right now on social with small businesses. But when you look at corporate America, there's very, very small female CEOs. And what I loved about her and getting the chance to speak with her, you know, she pointed out, like, female and men, we have completely different styles of leading. Mm Mm-hmm. And how interesting is that, you know, and also how she opened up about it took the people, you know, a little bit to adjust because she had so many employees that it was their first time being led by a female. And that already makes me feel, well, like you had a mom <laughs> in a way. So it's like <laughs> well, oh, women have been leading for so long. But I never thought of it like that. Well, yeah. but It's pretty amazing. I, I, that made me start thinking like, really, like people are are expressing I've never been led by a female but I automatically think yes you have because you know if in a majority of households I mean really think to yourself who's the one who runs the household women it's the women and so we're natural 100%. CEOs to be honest mm. because like 
we are. Like, just motherhood, even wives. Like, just running a household is like a CEO in so many ways, raising children. And so I think that this idea of, well, can women lead? I think it's ridiculous because women have been leading and leading you in your life, <laughs> you know, since the day of birth yeah. in majority of our lives. So, you know, I thought it was very interesting when she pointed that out. And to anybody that's questioning, well, can a woman lead or can I work under a woman? I mean, please. <laughs> like, you have been, like, majority of your life. All your life. Your mom, you know, so I thought it was very interesting that she had said that. I mean, for me, one of the things that I loved about Marissa was her honesty about her emotions, right? And how she's moody and how sometimes, you know, it's not a good day. And some people right. just don't, maybe she's not like that day. But she doesn't apologize for how she feels. And Steph and I talk about this all the time. You know, as women, we're going through a lot of hormonal changes throughout the month. We're lucky if we have, I think, a straight week of just like, flawlessness of no moodiness and just like everything's amazing. But the the truth of the matter is, is that we are going through changes all the time. Mm -hmm. And so we're not always going to be in the best mood at all times. Sometimes we might be emotional. We might cry. Like things happen. And I feel like having somebody like Marissa, a CEO of such a large company, not apologize for being a woman essentially was really refreshing and so admirable because it's very hard to find these days. And it also gives us, I don't want to say the permission, but it also gives us a little bit of like, hey, I'm normal. It's okay. Right. But what I also loved about her was that she doesn't use it as a crutch. Correct. Like, guys, she's the CEO of like, I don't even like triple digits of employees. I mean, this is like a corporate company. It's a huge company. And she doesn't allow like, well, you know, I am going through a hormonal or moody. Like, I can't show up today. Right. She shows up with her mood and all. Right. You know what I mean? She has that responsibility, that dignity, that respect, and also the accountability in her position. Mm -hmm. Because I often find that Yes, as women, we go through all these hormonal changes, but we also sometimes use it as a crutch. Mm -hmm. Well, you know what? I can't do today because I have my period. Mm -hmm. And you know what? Look, like I'm all for self-respect and self-love. You know what I mean? If you can get out of it, great. Like, but if you getting out of it will, you know, kind of affect those around you because you're not showing up. I don't know. Sometimes I feel like, you know, we have to be more cautious about that in the sense. um, And she taught me that in that interview because she's like, look, like it's going to happen. Like we're we're women. We are. It's it's factual. Mm -hmm. We're going through this stuff. But she doesn't use it as her crutch. She shows up. She still goes and does her job. And um, I thought that that was really another powerful example. And she's our mentor. So we look towards these women to kind of, you know, in a way, teach us. The ropes, because they've been through so many things that we're going through, you know? Absolutely. And so I thought that that was so amazing. It's like she she still shows up. She doesn't apologize for it. And and she she still she goes through it. She makes it happen. She's amazing. She's so inspiring. I really hope that you guys check out that episode because it's a really powerful one. And you know that's one of the things I love about our podcast is that it's not necessarily career driven. Right. You know, careers are part of us because we have to work and we have a purpose to fulfill in life, and it's part of it. But it's not everything. And that's what I love about the women we speak to is that. We speak to women that do all sorts of things, but at the same time, it's like, who are they as people? How are they showing up for their families, for their coworkers, for their employees? Um, And it's a very inspiring episode, so I hope you check it out. Definitely. So now we're back in Miami. 
And we're excited to be, you know, introducing you guys to more incredible thought leaders, contributors, and mentors throughout the season. It does take a very different twist that it did in the first season. The first season, we were solely focused on cities. And this season, we're focused on, now we just closed out our cities with this episode, but in studios, in studio episodes, talking to women from all over the world, all ages, all types of diversity is in this season. And you guys, it's 30 episodes, 30 episodes season two, which is exciting. It's so exciting. And it makes us even more excited because as our tour concludes with this episode, we have next year to think about. So if you're in a city and you want a millennial woman talk to come to your city, please DM us, reach out. Also, you can email us at connect at wearemillennialwomen.com. Tell us, you know, what city you're from and why you want us to go there. Because honestly, we want to hear from you. And we're we're right now looking for which <laughs> cities to go to. So any help would be very helpful. Yes. But we're so excited and looking forward to next year to traveling and getting to meet you. We're so excited. So tune into the rest of the season. It's a pretty powerful one. We're going to be covering so many different types of topics like relationship advice, um, mental health is a big one, finances, Mm -hmm. and just a lot of versatility this season. And we really hope that you check it out every Monday, brand new episode of Millennial Women Talk. So Hopefully on your drive to work or to the gym or walking your dog or just cooking some dinner, turn us on and we hope that we can inspire you, but also give you the right resources to be the best version of you. Yes. So thank you so much for tuning in. As always, (laughs) don't forget to subscribe to our newsletter because ladies, we have perks, discounts, resources. Like this is honestly a great, great way to stay connected with us, but more so to get free things. It's amazing. (laughs) And if you guys have been subscribed already, you guys have been enjoying all the amazing perks that we have been putting in for you guys. You don't want to miss it. The newsletter is free. It's free. And some of the perks that we've been able to offer our subscribers are hotel discounts, um, discounts to some of our favorite products, free courses, free, you know, free products, worksheets. <laughs> yeah. So it's been pretty awesome. So yeah, definitely, definitely check it out and sign up right now. Yes. And also, please, if you can just take a couple seconds of your day to leave us a review on iTunes and Spotify, don't forget to subscribe as well. That really helps us get this show going, you guys. It helps us make this show and continue to bring you powerful conversations every single week to your iTunes and to your Spotify. So as always, we encourage you to continue on with the conversation and to keep on being the strong, amazing woman that you are. And never forget to live inspired. Until next time, MW, always love Melissa and Stephanie Karkache.